1: Hello, welcome, Atomic Radio, our Post-Nuclear Podcast, episode 117. I am your host, Vince.
0: And I'm your cash-on-arrival host, Olive.
1: What it be, what it am, what it is, what it do, friend.
0: I'm just giving you some ASMR of me drinking my, my mocha from my little hedgehog cup. Um, my voice is killing me, and I don't know why, because i've spent basically the last three or four days doing next to nothing and it's just like i don't know what's going on
1: what do you think happened i
0: don't feel i don't know i don't feel sick in any other way it's like i don't feel like sinuses it might be like allergies
1: well you weren't here last week you feeling better from then
0: oh well (laughs) that yeah that was a separate thing um I was um, helping my friend make dinner um, for her birthday, and um, I just passed out. I f- fell onto the floor, and my seeing and hearing stopped working, and it was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay from that. I swear I, I'm not falling apart. I I've can got a your- cute ponytail today. What'd you do? I've got a cute ponytail in today.
1: Oh, good for you.
0: Um, what about you, friend?
1: Not much, um, you know. The world's on fire, so you can't do anything. I, I spend my time by hanging out at a train station, so
0: like the bad boys in a in some kind of novel,
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> For me, I'm just um, I'm being the stereotypical like computer nerd, just like basically sitting in front of my computer trying to do schoolwork, but I end up doing other stuff.
1: I really want to, like, play something and I just don't really want to at the same time. Like, I tried playing Fall 4 the other day just and I popped it in. It was, like, the first time I loaded a certain save since, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to play. I played it for, like, 10 minutes and I was in Nuka World and I didn't remember anything of that save so I just turned it off. Yeah, I want to play the Batman games having... again.
0: Though. Oh, yeah. That actually sounds like Awesome. You should stream yeah. those.
1: I, if I could, I would.
0: Oh, don't you have them on Xbox or PlayStation?
1: I'm on PlayStation, but it's a hassle yeah. to do Twitch through that.
0: Yeah. I, for the most part, I've just been playing Final Fantasy XIV mm-hmm. still. Um, and I've been doing a lot of different stuff. I've been mostly doing the main quest of the first expansion. It's called Heaven's Ward. It's really, really cool and I like it a lot. Cool. While I'm at it, my Paladin is at like level 54, I think. My Red Mage is at like 65. I'm like, I'm cruising. I'm doing good.
1: Good shit. I, uh. I, I uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not, you know me, I'm not into what do you call it? I'm not into the, the MMORPGs. In yeah. yeah. Yeah, but let's jump into this lore.
0: Yeah, today's lore is going to be freaking awesome because it's one of my favorites.
1: It's the we're 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 keeping with the trend of uh, doing all the protagonists in order. And right in front of me, I have the lore for the courier. There's a lot of just like little bits and pieces here. Um, It's like mostly a bullet pointed type thing. So we're just going to go through it. we're going to fuck it up. yeah you ready? We'll,
0: sh- we'll shoot. yeah, do it.
1: Most of the courier's past is shrouded in mystery. What is known is that sometime before taking the faithful contract to deliver the platinum chip, the courier lived as a drifter, earning a reputation as a veteran on the trail who had traveled all over New California. According to Ulysses, the courier has been to to Circle Junction, Circle Junction, New Reno. Vault City, Fort Abandon, and on Brahmin drives at the Big Circle. The courier has some sort of connection connection to the budding community of the Divide in Southern California. Ulysses claims that the courier regularly traveled through the area and contributed a great deal in keeping it alive. After the New California Republic attacked and sacked Navarro, they recovered pieces of tech they didn't fully understand, but recognized several symbols, such as an old, such as an old world flag. They later linked these symbol, symbols to similar markings they saw on the divide. The courier took on the job to return it there, perhaps because the markings reminded him of the, reminded them of home. But after making the delivery, the package turned out to be a detonator, that contained missile launch codes. Access to Uly- Ulysses' package woke up and sent directional signals to missiles locked in the silos, resulting in massive earthquakes and powerful storms wiping out, a com- wiping out the community in its infancy, leaving Ulysses as its only survivor. The courier was apparently not present when the destruction happened and therefore didn't know of it.
0: Ooh, I've never played Lonesome Road, so I really don't know much about that.
1: Really? I guess this is where the twisted hairs are from, then. Because I know about them, but I don't know a ton about them. In 2281, the Courier was one of six messengers hired by the Mojave Wasteland to deliver packages to the New Vegas Strip. With the Courier carrying a parcel containing, o- containing the only item of worth, Robert House's Platinum Chip, delivering it all the way from near Hub, California... The courier got the job after Ulysses pulled out when they learned that the courier's name was next on the list. The courier was intercepted by Benny, who then shot the courier in the head twice, left him for dead, buried him alive in a shallow grave in the Good Spring Cemetery. The courier was dug out by Victor, a friendly securitron, under the control of Mr. House. The courier was then nursed back to health by Doc Mitchell the resident doctor of good springs now all of my uh, lore that i'm getting i get off of fallout.fandom.com um that's pretty much the front of it
0: the front of it
1: um the brunt the front most um
0: the the the, g- the gist even
1: Yes, i might even say the gist
0: Love a good gist. <laughs> holy shit. The,
1: the guy who did the voice work for the courier, like the Grunts, mm-hmm. is. Holy shit, is um, Yuri Lowenthal, who wound up being. I know being that the,
0: name.
1: That's the dude who voiced fucking Spider Man in the new Spider Man game
0: no shit and he's fucking matt miller in saints the third that's where i know it from he's crawler <laughs> spicer yeah dude <laughs>
1: let's see what else he's in here he's in persona three he's in naruto He does fucking sasuke in naruto it's fucking funny um
0: oh my goodness incredible
1: Wow, and then Laura Bailey does, uh, the female... Laura Bailey
0: does every single female in every game, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, she's Abby in The Last of Us, too. Like, someone was talking to me about, um, Naughty Dog games, and I was like, "All right, well, it's gonna be Matt Mercer, Laura Bailey, um, what's his name, Nolan North, and who voices Joel? Um... Oh shit! Oh my god! It, I can picture your friend. It's the guy saying that does everything. Yep. God, I can't think fucking. of his name.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, I can hear him singing Pearl Jam, but I can't think of his fucking name.
0: <laughs> you can hear him singing Pearl Jam.
1: Yeah, in the Last of Us Two, there's like a big, like <laughs> part of the like the game is uh, Joel singing Pearl Jam. <laughs> and I didn't know it was a Pearl Jam song, and I fell in love with the song because of the game, and then I was just like, Oh, How does it's it Pearl feel Jam to like a Pearl Fuck Jam. Pearl Jam. Jam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, there's a fucking Pearl Jam song that I always hear in the car and Troy it's Baker, on Troy Baker, dude. Troy Baker, yeah. <laughs> dude, Jesus I just do on
0: everything. One
1: fucking Pearl Jam song all the time. And like now it comes on all the time, and I'm just sitting there singing along and I fucking hate Pearl Jam. Whatever. Um Yeah. Laura Bailey does all the uh, e, uh, 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 type shit. Oh for yeah, the female. all the
0: Steve Minecraft noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I should make that my ringtone. But yeah, he. Oh wait, hold the fuck up. He does the courier, but he also does Ringo. Wait. Holy shit!
0: What?
1: Uh, Yuri Yuri Lodenthal. Does Ringo, does Sergio, does, uh, who else? NCR engineers, heavy troopers, mercenaries, prospectors, rangers.
0: they did a proper Bethesda by hiring only three voice actors. Yeah. I wonder how many people,
1: (laughs) I wonder how many voice actors were in it. But yeah, he's credited as like Lars Target. Uh, who else is here? Billy Bettis, Jeremy Watson, Rick Lancer, Thomas Jackson. Tapper? Brother of Steel Initiates? Drunks? He did drunks? 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 Alright, so here's (laughs) some some information through dialogue, and this is what kind of I don't understand because um, I'll be the first person to say that Fallout 4, and check that off your bingo sheet, I bitch about Fallout 4, Fallout 4 shouldn't have had shouldn't have had a backstory, your character shouldn't have had a backstory, but the Courier does, and we're okay with it, but then, like, someone will be yeah. like, oh, backstories and an RPG shouldn't be a thing, and then I bring up the like home, you. yeah, and then I bring up the Homebound Mother series, and I'm like, these are considered to be the best RPGs ever, and they all have backstories. So I don't know. During a conversation with Bruce Isaac and Novak, the courier can state that he's been to New Reno before and attended one of the shows at the Shark Club. Dialogue with Little Buster suggests that the courier was a bounty hunter, or at least experienced bounty bounty hunting. Now, a lot of this, like, is to just build up your character for what kind of character you're playing. I get that. Mm-hmm. So
0: to kind of give them a little bit of like a a repertoire of skills before they go off on their adventure.
1: Yeah the courier is initially unaware of the rarity of the sunset sarsaparilla bottle caps as Malcolm's, malcolm holmes says the courier did not express any emotion upon finding the first one even if the brotherhood of steel from I hidden love, valley i love
0: doing that i love killing that fuck and you single get like time. eight of them yeah yeah
1: even if the brotherhood of steel from hidden valley have not made contact the courier has heard of them when conversing with veronica San... wow i didn't know that was her last name santa santa gelo for the first time Isn't it santiago no it doesn't say santiago it's got a g there i'm gonna say santa gelo unless the wiki's wrong maybe uh, because I'm there's actually not a way wrong. to click I've on played her new name. vegas in
0: a couple years i need to do another playthrough
1: you should if you do you should stream it i should when you interact with Christine and Dead Money, the courier is also seemingly aware of the technology obsession and the codex. The codex with the hostility, of the NCR, and the Legion. It can be inferred during dialogue with Veronica, the courier does not know where they came from. Uh, the courier can tell Cass that they, the courier, do not know what Fish is or... Or, on the contrary, an intelligent courier may test her knowledge about fish, clearly aware of, the, of their nature, although they are practically non-existent in California or the Mojave Wasteland, and may only be found in Lake Mead or Zion ca- Canyon. That's super neat. I
0: never thought about the existence of fish in Fallout. Hmm.
1: Neither did I. I mean, I know horses don't exist, but I just thought that was like a um a limitation due to the engine.
0: Yeah, they didn't have enough power to make their ball triple when it's too cold.
1: Ha <laughs> ha! You know what's so funny about that? I made such a big deal about that, and then because I pre-ordered the game, I got like some special horse. Well, I hated the game, yeah, but when I pre-ordered the game, I got a special horse, and it wound up being female, so I didn't even get to see it. <laughs> In Dead Money is implied that the courier does not know what FEV is through the interactions with Father Elijah. Further conversing with Elijah, when he mentions the Big Empty, makes the courier claim they've never heard of it before. Before setting off to New Canaan, the courier can tell Jed Masterson. That's such a fucking white name.
0: Oh, I know. It's so Salt Lake City.
1: Yeah. Jed Masterson the Mormon. <laughs> I wear a special piece of underwear that covers my entire body. <laughs> it's not me making fun of people. I promise you it's not. They have not been to Utah in some time, suggesting that they have been there before. This also explains how the courier knows of the dead horses and the sorrows language, which itself is implied by the dead implied by a dead horse scout who remarks upon being spoken with you know our tongue. Smart, Auslander. That's another reason why I love Donna's heart so much, is like, Auslander is just, like, that mixture of, hey, we don't really know how words work because humanity was wiped out. Fucking, oh my god. Dialogue choices oh, no, throughout. I just couldn't up.
0: get into it. What? I just couldn't get into it. Really? It was, I felt like it was too slow for me.
1: I met up with Chris today, who we play Atomic Tabletop with. And Check
0: that out! It's my D and D show.
1: Hell yeah! How's the editing going?
0: It's <laughs> it hasn't.
1: Well, fuck it up. Um, and we got into <laughs> a whole conversation about religion in D and D, and now that which we're going to talk about later. Now that um, Microsoft owns Bethesda, what they can do, and what the next Fallout game should look like. And I was saying that we need a She game, and he was like, "I don't know about the She." So that was a forty-five minute dissertation oh, for me she
0: would be so cool to learn more about yeah. we've talked about this a couple times on yeah. the
1: yeah yeah and then we were talking about what if we can do like fallout salt lake because the um the white legs have des- the white legs destroyed salt lake city because kaiser was like hey remember joshua graham fuck him blow up his hometown like and i just thought it'd be so yeah, cool that to about see covers it yeah, I was like, I think it'd be so cool to see uh, what Salt Lake looks like, what Ogden looks like, parts of New Canaan, like, what it became and what it would happen, even though I'm pretty sure it's in Zion, but still.
0: I definitely, if I had to choose the, a, a next game, it would be something on the West Coast.
1: Yeah, yeah, either the West I want Coast. To do something
0: in, like, Oregon and Washington, like Arroyos, and, like, all the way up as north as Seattle.
1: I would like to see a game if they can make it as big, where the the big city, like one of the big cities in the south, is Arroyo, because mm. or New Arroyo, technically, I'm pretty sure, and then the top city that's like in the north uh, west would be Seattle, and like right on the edge of Canada, like you could just kind of see yeah, into a Canada a little bit. Yeah, a
0: snowy part in the, yeah. the north part of the map.
1: Yeah. We should, we should do we, an episode on this. Uh, we should do an episode where we, where we, we write. We should do an episode on we this. We sit down and write our next game because mine takes place in New York. Because I'm surprised that we've never been there.
0: Um, yeah, true.
1: But I do very much see. I mean, there's already see. people
0: doing Cascadia, so.
1: Yeah, Um, I guess. But, you know, it's not We canon. know how
0: Bethesda is with their DMCA takedowns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dialogue choices through, throughout Honest Hearts heavily imply the courier has never heard of Christianity or at least the Mormon faith. In Old World Blues, the courier is revealed to have a special brain condition due to being shot in the head ju- in the right just in the right spot and surviving. So you know,
0: after God, Old I World, wish th- that were me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the courier has a high un- a high understanding of Robco technology. and Honest Hearts, a courier with a high science skill can call out Ricky's. Incompetence with, uh, with his locked, with his locked pit, pit boy. In Old World Blues, the courier can recognize the Robco signals that Dr. Eight transmits. The courier has very limited knowledge on the Midwest. When Eddie from the Divide plays, uh, the log where a child found, found it asking, asking where it occurred, uh, we have Eddie's respond, Eddie responds with Chicago, Illinois. The courier Knows about Illinois if they had met Mojave Eddie. Illinois? They don't know what Chicago know. is. They say, What's a Chicago? I don't like the way this is a word. Yeah. An intelligent courier has at least passing knowledge of snipers and spotters, as Boone can be recruited by simply noting that snipers are supposed to work in pairs. As a male courier with the Lady Killer perk can ask a lonesome drifter is 17 and express relief. After the drifter says he's 28, implying the courier impregnated, or believes he impregnated, a woman in Montana around 18 years ago. Huh. What the fuck's going on in Montana? The courier has... The
0: dog. I have no idea. I'm
1: fucking curious. Um, That's cour- those
0: flyover states that we know nothing about.
1: I know, I want to know more about them.
0: What do they have? Cur-
1: rocks? <laughs> yeah. Rocks and Brahmin. Some big Hopefully, open land.
0: Yeah. And probably Caesar.
1: In Mont No, I don't think he went north. No? Not I think it's
0: north? like
1: I think it's like the tip of the from that the, the northern tip of Texas, like where Colorado and Texas touch, from there mm-hmm. all where they the Yeah, all the way to uh, uh, the dam. Like, that's Kaisar's territory from Colorado to the dam. I could be wrong. I might be. It appears the courier is irritated with the mentioning of Benny during the conversation with Emily Ortal, who worked with him. She claims to understand that the courier does not wish to speak about him. An intelligent courier can understand and speak Latin. During during Silas' treatment, the courier can deceive Silas into thinking that they are legion a legion assassin by speaking a Latin phrase. However, the courier's knowledge of the language may be limited, as it may be limited as they do not understand one of Arcade Ganon's Latin phrases.
0: Dialogue with Raoul. That's still really fucking cool. What's that? I I never, like, put two and two together about that. That's really cool.
1: Which I think is cool because it could be like, are you
0: fucking Legion?
1: Were you Legion to begin
0: with? I don't know. I think that that leaves a lot to think about when, t- yeah. in terms of thinking about the character's backstory. And I think that's an interesting option to allow. Yeah. Even if it was unintentional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh dialogue with Raul shows that the courier has a passing knowledge of Spanish.
0: Is that because of the Cazadors? Uh, Isn't there like a dialogue option that's like that k- you get to like figure out what Cazador means? It means hunter, right?
1: Yeah, but I think it's um probably if if he's been all over the NCR. Um the NCR dips into into Mexico. I'm looking at a map of the NCR right now and it dips into Mexico. Is that Arroyo? Arroyo's up there. Yeah, um,
0: oh, Arroyo's way north.
1: See, I don't like that. This one doesn't show me the states because I, I'm not. I'm just not good with geography to begin with. I'm trying to get an idea for where Montana is too because we were talking about it. There will be a map on screen, but yes, the NCR dips into parts of Mexico, so that's why I'm guessing. Um, that's why I'm guessing he has a passing knowledge if he's been all over the the NCR. So after Hoover Dam, it is stated that it is stated in the endings for Old World Blues that the years following the second battle of Hoover Dam, that the courier returned to the Big MT. Or Big Mountain. I don't like saying the Big Empty.
0: I like saying Pers- the I like saying Big Mountain.
1: Yeah, me too. Return to the Big Mountain and watch The Big over-
0: Mountain.
1: Big Mountain in my backyard.
0: <laughs> uh, Can you afford to feed him?
1: It's very hard. Um, he returned to the big mountain and watched over it keeping a close eye over the scientists and goings on to the facility with gradually reintroducing science both, for, both forgotten and new back into the wasteland as needed not huge on that ending because I don't like big mountain I don't like old world blues
0: I do like old world blues
1: So, no I mean you can like what you like
0: And you can not what you're not.
1: Yeah. Uh, Now I just have some notes, some fun facts.
0: Ooh, hit me with some fun facts.
1: In one of the endings for Dead Money, the Courier can become trapped in the Sarah Madre vault and eventually die there. However, since the events of Dead Money must take place before the Second Battle of Hoover Dam, this ending is non-canon as the Courier's true fate sees them taking part in the battle.
0: I actually the first time doing Sierra Madre got that ending. Really? Where you die in the vault, yeah. Yeah. Which ending did you get the first time you did it?
1: Probably that one. Probably that one or um Just the one where you leave, like nothing special mm-hmm. happened because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing.
0: <laughs> well, because the first time doing Sierra Madre was on my one of my fun characters. Mm. I was a Cheater Cheater Pumpkin Eater, and I got mm-hmm. out with all the gold. Oh, nice. And it is pumpkin season, so I'm glad to be a pumpkin eater at this point.
1: <laughs> the courier was shown wearing armored, wearing an armored Vault 21 jumpsuit do, during the Fall of New Vegas previews and in the ending. However, this item does not appear in-game and can only be obtained using console <laughs> commands or having the J. Sawyer mod installed. I'm assuming that's the J. Sawyer mod. It just says J. Sawyer. So I'm going to click on that because I know that is a.
0: That's a good lore. The Jay Sawyer mod.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It makes it where you have to like eat, sleep and drink.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes it where all of the DLC weapons are no longer just given to you. You have to go out and find them.
0: Which I like. Yeah. I mean, I also do like the prospect of. Like, welcome to New Vegas, here's a million weapons that you can immediately sell for caps and then do a high luck run. The last time I played, I did that. I only kept a pistol, sold all the random shit they gave me, and did high luck and just figured out everything from there. I think I might do that after I record, because I just... And by the time I'm done recording, I'm going to have drank an entire pot of coffee.
1: Nice. You're going to get more now?
0: No, I have, I have my pot with me.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: But don't tell any officers.
1: The courier and the chosen one are the only protagonists that in the mainline Fallout series that haven't lived in vaults. This courier does not suffer from amnesia after being ambushed by Benny. He
0: doesn't? No, he doesn't. If you think about the way Ooh. that the opening of New Base is kind of crafted... Basically, Doc Mitchell only asks you things in the kind of like in an affirmative way of like, "Oh, you're awake. Like, what? What's your deal?" And then you define yourself basically instantly yeah. as a character. You go through the the um, the machine for your special, and you do the the test for your skills, and it really makes no assumptions about you at all. So. Like um, I'm trying to figure out how to, do you want like, to hear say it,
1: but Josh Sawyer's official statement.
0: I would love to hear that because I my words are a little bit mishmashed.
1: I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure what the the um context for this is, but he goes. Well, he's incorrect about the courier. You absolutely do not have amnesia. There is no point at which you're unable to remember aspects of your past, and more importantly, outside of being a courier in the wrong place at the wrong time, your past is considered irrelevant to how you move forward in the story. I guess. I always assumed that you had some form of memory loss or at least a fucking screaming headache from getting shot in the head twice.
0: Well, I assumed that there was a screaming headache, but I, I never um, assumed that there was any amnesia because your character doesn't really express that in their character creation setup.
1: If you... Uh, sure. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't pretend to know. I don't act like I know. I just sit around and, you know. Originally, oh, this is a fucking behind-the-scenes that I think is incredible. And it bothers me. Originally, the player would have been able to choose the Courier's race. Obsidian planned to have other options... Uh, than just human, ghoul, and super mutant as well. However, Bethesda strongly advised against, on the basis of reworking armor and weapons for each race. Obsidian followed Bethesda's advice and left the left the courier as human. I just want to play as a ghoul. I'm not tired or upset. I'm sorry. I'm just.
0: I think that that it's kind of a good call that they cut the ability to be a super mutant because that's oh, yeah. a whole different set of. Models Politics. and it would have substantially increased the size of the game. But yeah, I don't see why being a ghoul would have been a problem, seeing as it's still a small um, to medium sized humanoid. So, like, the armor could have potentially still worked. I would say if New Vegas was created nowadays, it would probably allow you to choose ghoul by for like from a technical standpoint.
1: Whatever game comes next. I think you have to allow it. Maybe not, like, it depends on if you're born inside of a vault or if you're, or if you're coming from a vault or if you're not. Like, a Fallout 5 or fucking Fallout Ogden or Fallout Sheetopia, whatever the fuck they're gonna make. If you're not in a vault, I think they should allow you to choose. If you walk out of a vault, I think they should allow you to become irradiated to the point where you can become ghoulified.
0: I think that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, because especially I if it was
0: like a quest line that you had to do, that'd be really fun.
1: Yeah, but make it a quest line where you have the option. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, I did this quest and now I'm a ghoul. You know what I mean? Or maybe like one if of those it were like... more of
0: like a like a weighted like a weighty choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that Obsidian has has some might have some sort of opportunity to work on it again, we might get some like choices.
0: And maybe even dialogue options. Oh my
1: god, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't, I, I think don't make it where it's just like, it's, like I was talking to somebody, someone who I like barely ever speak to, I saw on Instagram, we're, we're putting up pictures about uh, doing the Thieves Guild quest in Skyrim, and I was like, don't finish it or you lose the skeleton key. I've never finished the Thieves Guild quest line in really? Skyrim because of that.
0: I did it just to say I did, and also like I'm. Oh no, the skeleton key is really not that important to have. Yeah, but then at, that, I... at the point at that point in the game of being at the end of the quest line, you already have enough, um, enough, not bobby pins, um, lock, lock picks. Picks that it doesn't really even matter. Because, yeah, yeah, you can fuck up a million times, and it doesn't matter in Skyrim, because it's basically impossible to fail unless you break the lock by, like, forcing it.
1: But that's why I, I like, even a skeleton key, because then all I do is I just take lockpicks, and I start selling them, and then I'm, like, infinite money, pretty much. Because I don't think they have a yeah. barter like they do in Fallout. I'm, I'm
0: also good at the lockpick minigame, so I guess it's, like, a trade-off if you just feel, like, being lazy about doing the lockpicking minigame, or if you're bad at it. That I guess it's worth it, but for me personally, I never considered it to be worth it. To, ha- to like, keep having it and not finish the quest.
1: Yeah. So, I think that's everything on The Courier.
0: That was a decent chunk.
1: Yeah. If anybody has <laughs> a, um, complete version... Of the New Vegas Collector's Edition, let me know because I don't have one.
0: Oh, I would love to have one. Too bad I'm too poor right now to buy one secondhand.
1: I will buy one. I need one. I
0: want a platinum chip. That's just like yeah. that's what I want. I just want the platinum like,
1: chip. I want the comic. I've never read the comic. The coasters, the I don't know if the the dice cards are also that.
0: super cool.
1: Yeah. I want
0: the DVD, the making
1: of DVD. He's saying it's a Blu-ray. I don't know if it's a Blu-ray. But, oh, the the collector's Edition on the PS3 is a Blu-ray. Like, I just want... I mean, I've seen the DVD because it's been ripped to YouTube, but still.
0: I've actually never seen it.
1: Really? It's Hmm. on YouTube. The chips are awesome. The fucking platinum chip, postcards, all that. Um super cool shit the the there's t-shirts that were given out like i'm looking at i'm on the thing right now and there's uh a bunch of um promotional items that i found like there's the picture of all the cards i remember the night of this is the first minute release i ever went to was uh really oh New yeah Vegas. i
0: remember you told you tell that story all the time
1: yeah and i remember going to GameStop and being like hey do you guys have any more of those uh ncr shirts And they're like, no, we only got X amount, and it was for us to wear on the Midnight release and this and that. Um, This is saying that they were given out on the GameStop Rewards points thing for a while, but I don't remember that. Uh, Yeah, but this was the first one I ever went to. Uh, There'll be a picture of this shirt somewhere. Look
0: what I just found on the Evil website. I just sent it to you in Host Lounge.
1: On the Evil website? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the chip itself. How much? Sixty four
0: dollars and what five dollars. What kind of price gouging of shit is that? Oh, it's price gouging. It's probably a second hand. Motherfucker wants two ninety
1: two for everything but the game. Fuck that! I could get you could get the whole thing like opened, but with everything for a hundred on eBay.
0: Dude, fuck oh, Amazon. All my homies hate horrible. Amazon. It's true.
1: For any Fallout fan. I just loved it. It's for any Fallout fan. I just had to have it when I saw it came in perfect condition too. Fallout nerd right here. <laughs> Good for you, buddy.
0: Yeah, I'm a gamer.
1: Hat, yeah. I'm a real gamer. There's still no... F- f- fucking fallout. Oh, you can flag. get super
0: cheap um, replicas on Etsy for a lot less. Really? Yeah. I found one for... Fifteen bucks.
1: I'm so upset that I never got this. Like, I just didn't have the money for it. I was just a little, tiny little boy. Yeah. Like, there's a sealed version. Imagine the...
0: you. Tiny.
1: <laughs> there's sealed versions right now on Amazon for 249
0: Oh, that's so But, obliqued. like,
1: for $50 more, I can get an S. The Fallout Anthology, which I didn't buy, and you have for the nuke. Two hundred bucks,
0: really? Two hundred bucks. I remember they were selling them for like forty five at one point.
1: I know, I know, dude. The collector's edition for Fallout Three is on here for eighty, which really isn't that bad because it probably That's came not out bad. at eighty.
0: And, it, and I have it. Comes it. with the game and all the cool shit. Why is the PlayStation
1: version so much more? Yeah, the three sixty version mm-hmm. is eighty. Well, probably because. Um, well,
0: why would the PlayStation version be more? It's the worst version. Yeah that makes no sense to me.
1: And then it's it's 170 and then the PC version is $500.
0: Lovely. That's the version I have. Oh, is it? Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> that doesn't mean that people actually are going to buy it for that much.
1: No, I know, but I'm thinking if I could sell it for if I could sell it for four open, I can buy a Xbox 360 version and then New Vegas' version.
0: All right, let's get out of this. Let's get out of this lore. This has nothing
1: to do with what we're talking about. We got distracted. Welcome to Olive and Vince Go (laughs) Shopping. God damn, I love this fucking game. (laughs) Um, Let me go back to the recording. All right, cool. Anything you want to say about the Courier?
0: I do not want to say anything about the Courier except that I am... Happy that they got shot in the head. Because they put into motion one of my favorite gaming experiences that has ever happened. Cool. Also, if you've never played New Vegas, do a luck build. It's easy. Don't put any
1: points into charisma.
0: You really don't need it, even though it makes everything a thousand times easier. But you really don't need it.
1: No, do everything in speech. Yeah. Doesn't matter what your charisma is. That's what I learned. Bow. Um yeah. That's the courier. We're gonna talk about some things quick, because you weren't here last week. Uh yeah, let's let's
0: get caught up. I was um dead.
1: <laughs> Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft. We're not gonna talk about it too long. I just want to touch upon it with you quick.
0: Hallelujah. That's all I have to say.
1: Uh, I see big big things coming in the in the near near future.
0: It kind of uncrushes my hopes a lot, I'd mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we, we've we obviously been very critical, and we've been pretty vocal about how they kind of went into the shitter recently, mm-hmm. and how Fallout 4 could have been a better game, and I'm just hoping that this new acquisition maybe helps to bring more, um, more amazing team members on, um, and really help to support the franchise in a way that it wasn't really getting before.
1: Yeah, I hope that... Well, did you hear that they did a massive overhaul to the engine?
0: With this I did money? I hear that.
1: Yeah, I, so...
0: I'm very excited to hear that, because obviously, after 76, they had to do something to, um, to up the game a little bit, so to speak, so... And now that we have new hardware coming out, it makes the most sense to do that. So... Now that we have an engine that can perform on modern har- hardware and support modern features, I think we're going to find some really interesting and creative entries into some of the Bethesda IP um, yeah. within the next like two three years. There's I'm a really I'm hopeful about it.
1: There's an Xbox podcast that I haven't listened to yet. That it's I don't think it's like a regular thing. It's done by I think it's done by Phil Spencer, where uh, they had I want to say Pete. Hines and Todd Howard show up. I know Todd's there. Um, I think Pete's there. But Phil Spencer came out and said he saw the unannounced projects Bethesda has, and he's very excited about them. I'm oh. hoping. I mean, I think I think what everybody's hoping for is that Obsidian will will almost become like a pseudo um, Rockstar North to their Rockstar. East or whatever. Because you know how Rockstar used to have like 14 different studios or six different mm-hmm. studios?
0: And you know what? I, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think Obsidian's going to maintain its individuality and it, they're going to kind of keep doing their thing right now because they've been doing some really cool shit without Bethesda for a long time. And they, it's kind of weird that Obsidian's only r- really known for New Vegas, where they've got a lot a lot of other um, amazing projects, like um, yeah. uh, Pillars of Eternity is, I really want to try it. I think it looks really fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I really liked Outer Worlds. I mean, there's things about it that aren't perfect, but it's still something that I really enjoyed. And I think that having them now in this kind of same bubble is going to make for some really healthy competition. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: You don't think we'll ever get to see another obsidian directed or developed uh Fallout game?
0: Oh, I only hope so.
1: I yeah, that's that's kind of my hope is that we'll get we'll get instead of having to wait a decade plus cuz we're not going to see we're not even going to see anything about Fallout 5 or whatever the next Fallout game is until 2025. Like 2024 mm-hmm. at the earliest. But I, I honestly don't expect to see that game until 2026, 2027. So uh I think if they had another group that could make like small installments. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: even if they made like smaller, like non numbered entries. Mm-hmm. Kind of like New Vegas was two three, I think yeah, that, but that, that would wasn't be small. really cool. It wasn't small, but I'd even be okay with some with some smaller games. Like, I don't need a massive map. I don't have yeah. I don't have enough work uh, waking hours to play a massive game right now. Yeah. I kind of just I, want to try some smaller projects, but I'm really like I'm thirsty for something new.
1: Take take um Far Harbor or Nuka World and densely pack it.
0: Yeah, give me something the size of the Fallout 4 DLCs and I'd be happy. It's like a bite-sized yeah, work of it's a bite-sized work of literature.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see what's going on in Dogtown. They're never going to show that, but still. Never know. Well, Bethesda I doubt will. But 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 comma Speaking of them being bought out and whatnot, there's some Starfield leaks.
0: Ooh. Uh, this is the first I'm really hearing about that.
1: Um, I heard about it, and I'm not super, you know, you know me. Um, space really isn't my bag. But I'm on PCGamer.com. This is an article by Jody? Jody McGregor. Thanks, Jody. Thanks Jodes.
0: Um, the Jodster. <laughs>
1: Uh, rumor, colon, Starfield images may have leaked. There's two images that will be on screen. One of a ship, the other one of a ship. With a guy next wow, to the ship. Wow, a ship? Well, actually, there's two guys and whatever. There's there's two ships. Starfield is currently Bethesda's prior, priority ahead of the Elder Scrolls VI, but apart from the teaser trailer at E3 2018, we haven't seen what their sci, their sci-fi RPG will actually even look like. Now, a trio of images have appeared. Why am I only seeing two then? A trio of images have appeared on an image hosting, on image hosting site Imgur, claiming to be leaked from Starfield. One of the in-game shots of an astronaut who appears to be standing on a space station. Another shows a close-up of a UI element from the first screenshot. And the third is a spaceship with some scorch marks and wear and tear. This does not mean, this does not seem to match the rugged and relatively realistic space frontier vibe we're expecting and the font of the UI matches matches that on the watch teaser and oh. sign up buttons on the on the starfield website so take these pics with a grain of salt uh, but they I think could that's be legit
0: that could very easily be spoofed so yeah. I'm definitely taking that with a grain of salt myself do you want to see them um Too bad you're getting it. I guess, yeah. Just throw them in host lounge or something. Yeah. Uh.
1: If 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 it is Starfield, we're not going to see it till 2021. Excuse me. So I don't know. You know?
0: Yeah, I'm. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind for me until I see something a little bit more concrete. Yeah. Like if we get. A an announcement trailer ID three. Then we'll talk about it. But until then, I got bigger fish to fry than some space leaks. Yeah, I th- I mean,
1: pardon me, kind of hopes that it's like someone at Microsoft seeing it and leaking it.
0: I don't know. Like, I I kind of feel weird about leaks. What do you mean? Because, like, I don't know, it, it just kind of makes things, it's like a little less fun, you know?
1: I somewhat Be- disagree. Really? Somewhat. I, I get what you're saying. It's
0: kind of like spoiling the surprise. Yeah. do think?
1: When Fallout 4 got leaked, I went off the internet for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think certain things like this, because it's not spoiling, like, it's not like, oh, this is somebody shooting somebody in the face and that's like, a. but like, it's it's just,
0: yeah, it's not like breaking the entire plot or anything. It's just like some concept art.
1: It's concept art of something we've never seen before. So like, I can't get hyped for something that I've never seen before. Question. Yes.
0: Do you think that Starfield is going to be dirty space or clean space?
1: It's going to be clean space.
0: You really
1: think it's gonna
0: be clean space? Yeah, I kind of think it's dirty be... space.
1: I love dirty space. I think I think that's the most. I think that's why I had such a hard time playing um, No Man's Sky, other than it not being finished, because it was clean At space. That
0: time, yeah. Right now, No Man's Sky apparently is excellent. If you like sure. go back to it,
1: sure. But the taste that was left in my mouth is bad. I still have my copy. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, Hmm. I think it's the only game on the PS4 that I ever deleted my save file of. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I still have mine for PC. I think I have my save on, like, Steam Cloud, but I haven't played since it came out, but hey, you never know, I might get back into it.
1: Maybe. If I had friends that would want to play it, maybe, but I don't have any interest in playing it. Right now, at least. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um it's clean space. But that's something that like was kind of off putting is that it was clean space. And not dirty, filthy, rusted. Like that's the that's that's like the only What's up?
0: Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say that's the only appeal for Star Wars for me, really, is that it's dirty space.
0: I don't give a fuck about
1: Jedi. I don't give a fuck about how
0: dirty the expanse is. Have have I ever talked about the expanse too? I don't think so. It's this Amazing space show, where it's like the main premise is it's a little bit farther in uh, future Earth, where we colonized the moon and the asteroid belt and Mars. Good shit. So the moon is basically belongs to Earth. Good Mars shit. Mars had an a war with Earth, so they're like right. neck and neck, but they're in like a stalemate. And then the asteroid belt is kind of like this free independent space and it's like ruled by the Belters. And they're, the it's Belters. super dirty space. The Belters, it's super dirty space. And dirty it's space really cool. So cool. And oh, it's, it's so freaking cool. Like, it's complete- one of, I recently rewatched it. Not like it actually paid attention, but I just like had it on like in the background recently. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. I really like it. What's it on? It's unfortunately on Prime, but if you are interested in watching it, I can do things. We can watch it together. Yeah, we place. could.
1: We could do that. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, we can hold
0: hands too. Yeah, you wanna? <laughs> um. We can we can just like reach our hands in the popcorn at the same time, and like the hands will touch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I think that's it for this episode.
0: I think so too. I, I don't really think so. there's anything
1: else to talk about. Um we did the lore. Yeah. Talked about some leaks, talked about Microsoft. I um
0: Yeah, I don't think I have much else. I mean my voice is kind of quitting on me, so Yeah. In that case
1: Happy October. It you just know what October. doesn't really
0: ever quit on us? what's that shane ivers is oh my the creator of our intro music called feather duster you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster vince yes this episode was made possible by a couple friends of ours the patreon want to talk a little bit about them
1: Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. We have to thank, uh, we have to thank them because of them. Um, we got to pay off all of our uh, podcasting fees. Um, I also bought this chair, so now I actually oh, so have your like a is
0: chair. Safe. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it's a little weird because I'm used to mine, and this one doesn't have a great like headrest like the other one. This is more of like an ergonomic like I am going to work and this is do you is feel a,
0: very ergo? Are you are you super ergo right now?
1: I, I guess my back doesn't hurt and <laughs> I've been sitting here for over an hour. So I'm assuming also it has like a like a, a latch, like a fucking handle on the side so I can go back like a car seat.
0: So I so can go so, all the way back like yeah. zoom it back.
1: Yeah. Um but because of Patreon and then we had even money left over so we can can do even more stuff but this is more project of- so, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for um, thank you. donating to us, to giving to us, because uh, we paid for our post- podcasting fees, and we paid for equipment, quite literally, for the show. Like, this sits in this corner, and I write in it, and I do what I have to do in it, and then I don't touch it for anything else. Um, this is not the chair where the clothes go, because I'm too lazy to put them away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: my clothes go on the chair on the other side of my room.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you a lot. Uh, we have to thank some people. I guess individually. First
0: up, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna thank individually. Um, thank you so much, Noah. Thank you. Here since the beginning to show us love. Thank you so much. Next up is Gage, but twice.
1: Thank you, Gage, twice, once for the uh, Patreon and another time for the Discord. Uh, we've I think we're I think we're about to get into game nights again. I think game nights might start up again, so
0: Oh, that means we have to thank Jordan with a Y. Well hold for on, I'm not done.
1: My guy. Wait a second. Oh. Your um, guy? You know what I mean. That's a fucking ubiquitous <laughs> term. You're right. Um because of Gage we can do game <laughs> nights. And we thank him for it. But the person who holds the game nights is...
0: Jordan with a Y.
1: Thank you, Jordan
0: with a Y. Thank you so much, Jordan. Next up is Danny. Thank you, Danny. And last but certainly not least is the incredible Marcus.
1: Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, everybody, um, for helping us out. We appreciate we appreciate everything. Seriously. Uh, like I said, we paid off our podcasting fees and bought equipment and it's great it's great to have some yeah. sort of validation um
0: it's great to feel
1: loved i feel like i can't say enough i really like i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm at like a loss for words because i i feel like whatever i say well, isn't going to be you enough don't
0: have to say anything more because if people want to say things to us they can join our discord and say them the right discord. at us
1: um Join the Discord so you can talk to us. There's also links to our, our socials in the description below. There will be to my Twitter, her Twitter, the show's Twitter. Um, and if you want to support us in any more of a way, there's a Redbubble where you can go and buy some stickers, a clock, a block, a duvet, a phone case, a book, uh, bags. Throw You'll you buy something with a logo on it. You get a couple, We'll get a couple bucks out of it. You help the show grow, become bigger and better. And we appreciate that as well. I think that's everything that we have to say about everything. I think. I
0: think that is everything that we have to did say. We for- about we? We
1: forgot something. What did we forget? What did What did we forget? Did we
0: forget something?
1: I feel like we forgot something. What did we forget?
0: Um, we did Patreon, Shane Ivers. We did lore. I think that's everything. Yeah, it's everything. Cool. Man, we don't have Kyle here to say goodbye this time.
1: <laughs> Kyle's a good guy. Kyle the assembly. Kyle's good.
0: Guys, All right. tell, uh, everyone make sure you tell Kyle to say bye.
1: <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Atomic, Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. Podcast. A Goulman Entertainment Production.